Hello everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Cinema's Soft Underbelly, your one-stop shop today for all things holiday horror related. And this is going to be my first uh, podcast dealing with holiday horror. I'm going to, I've got to get at least one more episode in this week as well, because the the, uh, next episode is going to be all about all things Silent Night, Deadly Night, my favorite uh, slasher movie of all time, and one of my favorite uh, movies in general of all time. Uh, But before I get to that complete and total gem, I've got some other movies that I wanted to talk about that are related to the Christmas season. And we are doing something very similar over on Movie Freaks, so make sure that you tune in over there as well to hear our our ramblings on all things holiday related movies and that's so and that's not just horror movies obviously that's action comedy drama whatever we talk all things uh christmas over there right now this though will be focused primarily on horror movies <clears throat> and so i have uh three here today although i'm going to probably get into a few more as well uh, I just I don't know how many pod shows I'm going to be able to do this week just with with uh, Christmas right around the corner. Everybody's really busy, including myself, and so I'm not sure I'm going to have uh, the time that uh, is needed to get uh, more than one more of these episodes done. If I can, great. If not, um, I'm going to at least get as much done as I can this time. So, um, so I'm going to get one movie out of the way right now, and it's I'm going to annihilate this movie by the, by the way. So be prepared. Uh, but I wanted to get this out of the way because I needed to vent my anger and frustration out on this movie to um, the interweb. So here we go. Uh, 2012, the Silent Night quote-unquote remake. And uh, I've seen this movie now three times. And you're probably thinking, if you hate this movie, why did you watch it three times? Well, my love of Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original from 1984, is so deep. I have so many memories of that movie. That movie has literally been a part of my life, for most of my life, uh, that I was so stoked about a remake of this movie, uh, even though uh, even though the director is is not that good. Uh, his name is Stephen C. Miller, and he's done a couple other horror movies, all of which I did not like at all, but I thought, it's Silent Night, Deadly Night remake, so how can you screw that up? It's a fairly... You know, if you, if you follow the blueprint of the first one, you can't really mess this up, can you? Oh, yes. Yes, you can mess this up. So the first time I watched it, I was so shocked at how it had nothing at all in common remotely with the original um, that I was like, okay, well, I guess it's it's good as a standard slasher movie that has nothing to do with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, there's some good gore in it. Okay, I get it. it relatively high production values. I believe the budget was $3 million. And um, then I watched it again last year. And I'm like, nah, this isn't that good. This isn't good at all, actually. So I went from three stars down to one and a half stars. And thinking, yeah, Malcolm McDowell isn't good. Jamie King isn't good. No one's really good in this. Um, And then I watched it uh, yesterday. Uh, Actually, no, I'm sorry. I watched it two days ago. And uh, it gets one half of a star. I 
I hate this movie. Venomously hate this movie. In fact, this might be um, the most hated movie that I have talked about on my show thus far. Uh, There is not one single thing... This movie gets a half a star for two reasons. One is because the it was competently shot, I guess. And two is because there was a couple of decent gore scenes in it. And that's it. Everything else about this movie is atrocious. Atrocious. Um, even as a standard slasher movie, it's god-awful Netflix trash. Um, it. I'll, I'll just go on record as saying this has nothing to do with Silent Night, Deadly Night. And in, in fact, at this point, this is not a remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is some guy dressed up in a Santa suit that is in a generic, stupid Netflix-type slasher. That's it. That's all this movie is. Um, you can't call yourself a remake uh, by just putting a couple lines from the first two Silent Night, Deadly Night movies in as a wink-wink, nod-nod type thing or have a shot with deer antlers in it, or uh, just basically a couple little uh, homages to the original, uh, parts one and two. That's all this is. Uh, We're talking like, uh, there's so little that connects Silent Night with Silent Night, Deadly Night, that um, the, the fantastic and underrated Black Christmas from 2006... That would be the closest thing to a remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. And even that has nothing to do with Silent Night, Deadly Night. But at least that captures more of the spirit. This does not. This is terrible. I hate this movie. Um, I would read the back of the Blu-ray. I have the Blu-ray. I'd read the back of the Blu-ray, but you know what? It's too long, and I don't want to spend that much time on this garbage. So I'm just going to read the synopsis on IMDb. Police force of a remote Midwestern town, a.k.a. Canada... Search for a killer Santa Claus who is picking off citizens on Christmas Eve. Why is this guy killing people on Christmas Eve? Uh, Something about cops killing his wife, I guess, or something, and he goes from town to town every year and kills people, and it is so bad. It's so bad. Oh, The acting, it's one of those where almost every line of dialogue feels like you're watching an actor act. Uh, the, the lines are given, uh, they're overemphasized. The script is, is so, the script is so bad in this thing that even, even a, a good actor like Malcolm McDonough and Jamie King's not bad. Um, they, they're, they're useless. They're useless in the movie because the lines that they have to spew out is just utter reprehensible garbage. Um, Everybody feels like they're acting. I mean, I have seen Z-grade Italian horror junk that is more well-acted than this uh, and more shot better as far as feeling more like a movie and not just a cheap Netflix-y type movie. And that's what this thing feels like. It feels like a Netflix-type movie. Um, Shame on everybody that was involved in making this movie. And almost the entire blame goes on the director, He's not a good director. I haven't liked any of his other stuff, and I certainly don't like this. Um, so I I don't know what else to really say about the movie other than the script is terrible and the director is even worse. Um, all they would have had to do is stick to the basic concept of the original movie instead of doing something stupid. And, and Silent Night, Deadly Night Parts 3, 4, and 5 
all go completely different routes than the first two, and they're not good. So I'm not sure why, and no one really likes those. So I'm not quite sure why this director thought, let's keep on doing that. Let's keep on not being anything like the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. If they would have just followed the same blueprint, I mean, have it modernized or whatever, do something different, but have the same storyline in a roundabout way, it would have probably worked. Um, I And I almost hesitate to say that because, again, I don't like this director, um, but... What a missed opportunity, and I'm guessing that that's it. I'm guessing that there won't be another Silent Night, Deadly Night, because um, that's that's the official remake, and it was it got a limited theatrical release of 10 screens, and then it was dumped onto Blu-ray and uh, DVD, so I can't imagine they're going to do anything else with it. Um, so anyway, and I don't want to get too much into Silent Night, Deadly Night itself, the original, because that's for another better episode. So anyway, screw this movie. It can rot in hell. Next up is um, a movie that I just watched. This morning I finished it, actually. And the movie is... Uh, I've gone back and forth on this movie. And this is another kind of killer Santa Claus movie, but not... Uh, it's hard to It's hard to say without getting into the, the storyline of the movie. But I like this movie. My co-host... Over on Movie Freaks does not, but I am going to defend this movie. I think it's a well-made little thriller with some horror in it, and it's a Christmas setting, and that is P2, which is Parking Level 2. Um, Wes Bentley is in this. Not a big fan of Wes Bentley, although he, I thought he was okay in this, and uh, Rachel Nichols is also in this, and she uh, she was really good in this movie, I thought. Um, so, this is like I said, this is a little bit more of a... A thriller than a horror movie, but it does have uh, it does have horror elements, and there's a couple scenes of pretty graphic uh, gore in it. It's directed by uh, Frank uh, Calfon, I guess. Um, the writer uh, Alexandria Aja wrote the movie, and I'm a huge fan of his. He's done uh, Piranha remake, Hills Have Eyes remake, the Meh Mirrors. Um, Hot Tension, so I, I, he's a good director, and I think that this was a very well-written movie. Um, I'm just going to go over the... Uh, I've got the Blu-ray here, which is an extremely hard-to-find, out-of-print UK release. It never got a US release on Blu-ray, so I'm glad that I got this. Um, Angela Bridges, an ambitious and gorgeous young lawyer, hurries out of her upscale Manhattan office on the way to see her family. She descends to parking level P2. She tries to start her car. The engine won't start. She tries again. It still won't start. She is trapped in a haunted underground world, a world which is inhabited by a dark and forgotten soul who is watching her every move. Uh, brooding in his subterranean office, Thomas, played by Wes Bentley, spends his days alone, isolated underground, watching people come and go with little contact or... Uh, interest in the outside world, except for Angela. Thomas develops a disturbing obsession for Angela as the prospect of spending another Christmas alone becomes all but certain. Something seething inside Thomas snaps. So that's basically, I mean, it's basically a, a stock and I hesitate to say slash, but um, this guy is stalking her in uh, these underground parking garages and uh, and he does capture her, drug her, and, you know, he's trying to have a relationship with this kidnapped person, and uh, at one point he is dressed up like Santa Claus, hence it's it's in a Santa Claus episode of Soft Underbelly. Um, there is a couple scenes in this movie, there's, there's very few graphic violent scenes in the movie, but what is in the movie is 
horrific. One guy gets smashed by a car and it just goes on and on and it's so hardcore. Man, I'm like, okay, you've gotten the point across, but I'm I'm a gore hound, so bring it on. <laughs> um, so the movie, a uh, couple notes here. The movie was shot in two months, almost exclusively at night uh, in Toronto. And... Um, there's a Rottweiler in the movie, and the Rottweiler is every bit as menacing or more so than Wes Bentley. Uh, the, that's kind of his guard dog, and so at his every beck and call. And so she's trying to get away from this guy as well as her big, evil, mean Rottweiler. So um, anyway, uh, according to the interview he gave New York Times in 2010, this movie was made during the middle of Wes Bentley's decade-long, extremely serious addiction to cocaine and heroin. He said in that interview that he only accepted any movie roles during that time so he would have money to buy enough drugs. So there you go. He was probably coked out in most of the movie, and you can tell by his eyes in it that he looked like he was a mess. Um, so anyway, uh, just whatever. I, I'm not a big fan of his to begin with, but eh, he does okay, and... Um, have I mentioned that I hated Silent Night, the remake? Yeah, I just, just wanted to make sure I, me- I mentioned that. Um, but everything in this movie is award-winning compared to that turd. So, uh, and it is, uh, you can watch it on uh, IMDb for free, the whole movie. So there's that. And on Amazon, you can watch it. So I, I think that my co-host should give the movie another try, even though even though he hates Wes Bentley. I do I do think that it's it's a good Christmas movie. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's um suspenseful, well shot. Uh like I said, has a couple of cool gory scenes in it. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh has even a couple comical parts in it. I thought it was good. Uh so uh because of that, it's it's definitely getting a thumbs up from me. So moving on, uh and actually I I think I might even be able to get a couple more in than I thought. Um, next up is 1980s Christmas Evil, and this one is, uh, kind of almost reminds me of learning how to smoke cigarettes, and what I mean by that is, the first time I watched this movie, it was horrible. The second time I watched the movie, it was, eh, okay. The third time I watched the movie, which was, oh, not even a week ago, I'm like, that was good. That was an actual good movie. I liked that, uh, and I think that it was because I've watched it at different stages in my life. This is, uh, when you see the cover of the movie, uh, Killer Santa Claus with a with a butcher knife covered in blood, you're like, ooh, okay, cool, another Silent Night, Deadly Night themed uh, horror movie, and it's nothing like that at all, and the first time I watched that, uh, which was on horrible, horrible, crappy uh, VHS quality. Um, it was, I'm like, this is terrible. The second time I watched it was on DVD and it was a little bit better, but I'm like, this is not good. This isn't even a horror movie barely. Uh, and it's not, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. The third time I watched it was on Blu-ray and this one has gotten the complete and full remastered job by Vinegar Syndrome, a a great small independent Blu-ray company that did a phenomenal job on this movie. The remastering on this makes it look so good. Uh, it's like I watched the movie seriously, like I watched the movie for the first time, and um, that is the sign of a uh, of a good master. And they they remastered this thing, uh, a 4K remaster restoration from the 35 millimeter elements, 
and uh, some good special features on there. Um, but going in the third time, I kept on thinking to myself, this is not going to be a horror movie. This is more of a very dark uh, thriller character study. And that's what it is. It's a dark character study. In fact, I, I highly urge, especially my, my, uh, uh, my co-host for Movie Freaks to give this movie a, a shot because I know how much he likes Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think that this would be uh, an interesting watch for him. Uh, back of the Blu-ray here. When he was a boy, Harry idolized Santa Claus, but one Christmas Eve he witnessed something horrifying that forever shattered his innocent understanding of Santa. Now an adult, Harry wants to embody the pure Santa Claus he grew up loving. He works at a toy factory and keeps records of who's been naughty and nice, but the spirit of Christmas isn't what it used to be, and he can't take it. So garbed in his red suit, Harry decides that the only thing he can do is to become Santa Claus himself and make all of the naughty townspeople pay in blood. Uh, now, it does sound like a horror movie, but in all honesty, it really isn't. Uh, there are a few horror elements to the movie, but watching it, I'm like, this is so much more of a... a you're watching an unstable person. He witnessed something traumatic in his childhood, which you see in the movie, and because of that... He grows up with issues, and uh, you just see him slowly start to unravel. And it's not in a horror movie type of way. For some reason, it's more of a very psychological drama sort of way. Um, the music is really good in this movie. Um, it's it's creepy without being really horrific. There are some, you know, when he actually does flip out, uh, there are... There are some gruesome kills in it, although they're they're a bit fake. This movie was obviously a low-budget movie. Um, but that doesn't take away from the my enjoyment of it. Uh, I got to say, I, I was really surprised. My third time, like I said, it's almost like smoking cigarettes. It takes a little, little while, and then you're like, okay, this ain't bad. And that's what this movie is. In fact, I have a feeling that the, that the next time I watch it, which will be next year... Uh, I'm going to probably like it even more. I think that this is one that's going to continue to grow on me. It will never, ever reach the heights of Silent Night, Deadly Night or the Black Christmas remake. Uh, but for a horror-themed or adult-themed Christmas movie, this one gets a thumbs up, definitely. Especially on third viewing, it gets a uh, a thumbs up from, from me. And it has one of the most bizarro endings uh, you will see. And I don't want to spoil it. But it's totally against everything you've seen in the movie, and because of that, it works. Trust me, it's 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 badass. I I thought it was great. Um, so anyway, that that's uh, that's that. Um, big thumbs up there. Next one I'm going to touch on is 2006's Black Christmas, and this movie here would be first cousins to Silent Night, Deadly Night, as far as my favorite uh, Christmas horror movie ever. And I've watched this movie every year since it came out on DVD and then blue, well, kind of, sort of Blu-ray, I'll get into that. Um, it was released in 2006, and uh, it's unfortunately the movie did not do good. Budget of $9 million, gross $16 million. Um, the unrated version is the version to watch. Trust me, that is the version to watch in this uh, in this movie. It's It's gory as is, and the unrated version adds so much more grew to the movie. The cast is great in this movie. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in this, and um, Katie Cassidy is in this. Um, 
I'm just looking through the the list. It's all almost all girls in the movie, and it's great. Uh, they're all kind of bitchy, and I love it. They're, you you like the characters. Uh, Glenn Morgan directed the movie. He also did Willard. Willard did not do good, so he got the Black Christmas gig. Unfortunately, that didn't do good either, which is crap. I think this movie is great. Um, uh, every time I watch the movie, I like it more. This is like uh, a a uh, this is like a an eighties slasher movie set in two thousand six, and it works. Um, the uh, the movie is, and this this one here has has some similarities to to Silent Night Deadly Night. It pays homage to Silent Night Deadly Night in the, the fact that the killer's name is Billy Lenz, which in Silent Night Deadly Night is, the killer's name is Billy, uh, but name is Billy, and there's just other there's other little nods to Silent Night Deadly Night that I appreciate so much. Uh, so uh, anyway. Um, I don't want to give too much of this movie away. Uh, I will say, though, it is the only way you can watch this on Blu-ray is a Canadian release right now, and it's the arted version. I have it, uh, but I do not watch it. The version that I actually watch and have been watching for years now is um, is an HD DVD rip of the movie. Uh, Weinstein, Weinstein Company and their in their, uh, whatever you want to call it, and their, their stupidity. They never released the uncut version of this in HD. Uh, you can buy it off of Amazon uh, Instant Streaming, uh, but the they did release it on D- HD DVD when the HD DVD format was out, and, uh, and it was uncut, but then they never re-released it. So I have a rip of the HD DVD uncut in HD, and it looks great, and it's awesome, and I watch it every year, and I love this movie. It's so gory, and it's funny, and the way it's shot is brilliant. Um, if you want to see a movie that looks like something that should be the happiest, uh, funnest, most family-friendly movie, th- that's this movie. It looks like it was shot for a G rating. For a G rating, it's lushly shot, vibrant, colorful Christmas colors, and it's a hardcore, almost anti-Christmas movie. And I think it's brilliant, brilliant. Um, I just think it's unfortunate that the movie did not do good. And I, the more I watch it, the more I, I'm in love with this movie. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite slasher movies of all time. Uh, and I just highly urge you to to support the movie. Rent it off of Amazon Prime. Uh, or the, if, you have, if the only way you can watch it is the DVD, the DVD is unrated. Watch the DVD. But it is a great movie, uh, especially if you're into adult-themed Christmas movies. It is so much fun. So, um, anyway, that's that's Black Christmas. I don't want to give too much more of it away because there are some really good twists and turns in the movie that you should should watch on your own without me giving uh, giving too much of the movie away. So, um, anyway, and I could I could easily talk talk more about that about certain scenes in the movie that are so disgusting and gruesome yet funny uh but uh, i'm i'm not going to so anyway i'm gonna move on to santa's sleigh from 2005 and this one here was directed by david steinman and uh it stars bill goldberg the bill goldberg the wrestler bill goldberg um emil de raven is in this if i pronounced your name right uh robert culp is in this um, Chris Kattan, Fran Drescher, um, uh, amongst others. And there's a couple of cameos in here that are hysterical. This movie is 
one of those that it's not great, but it's immensely watchable. I've watched this so many times through the years, and it continues to be funny. It's more of a comedy than a horror movie, although it's it's one of those trying to be a trying to be both, and a lot of it does work. Uh, this was produced. Uh, uh, and I don't want to scare anybody off by saying this, uh, but Brett Ratner did produce this movie, and I know it's a... But, um, having said that, it's still it's still a good movie for what it is. James Caan also has a little uncredited cameo in the beginning of it that's quite funny. movie is only 78 minutes long, but with the end credits, it's like an hour and 15 minutes. So you really... It's one of those things to where it's not much invested, um, and it's fun. Uh, Christmas Eve 2005, Santa Claus, played by Bill Goldberg, arrives in Hell Township, killing the locals. The teenager Nicholas Yulson, ha ha ha, finds that his grandfather, which is played by Robert Culp, is actually an angel that defeated the devil's son in a bet, and the evil creature has spent the last 1,000 years playing a good Santa Claus, giving toys to the children. Now that the bet is over, Santa Claus wants revenge. Nicholas and his girlfriend, Mary McKenzie, try to escape from the killer and find a way to stop him until the end of Christmas. And again, it's tons of sight gags, and then every now and then there is kind of a funny, gory scene in the movie, and uh, it works for what it is. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and um, it's Bill Goldberg. Honestly, is a good killer Santa Claus because he's a big ex pro. He's a big pro wrestler, and uh, he has great presence in the movie. And he looks like this big evil demonic type Santa Claus. So. It's one to, like I said, not take seriously, but if you're in the mood for a drunken good time, then Santa's sleigh would definitely uh, fit the bill. I do think that there is a longer version out there, but it got cut back so much to, uh, it got cut so so much for runtime. But honestly, the way it runs right now, it doesn't overstay its welcome, and I'm like, this, this isn't bad. I mean, it's... I don't know how much more you'd want to add to the movie without it starting to become not good. So uh, the old book that explains the origin of Santa Claus is written in Icelandic, and some believe that parts of the Santa mythos are taken from Norse legends. And with the way Bill Goldberg looks in the movie, it does seem very much like something like that. Like He, he has this almost like a Viking Santa Claus look, if that makes sense. Um, there is a big body count in the movie, although... Uh, most of it happens in the beginning of the movie, and then there's a big strip club scene where Bill Goldberg shows up and wrecks complete havoc on uh, on a strip club. That is quite funny, I might add. Uh, so I recommend the movie. I, I think that uh, if you're a big fan of Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, and that's kind of the mother of all of all adult themed uh, Christmas movies, that if you're in, if you enjoy that and you have uh, a low um, a, a low, I'm not sure what, to, it, expectations very, very, very low. I think that you'll enjoy this for what it is. Certainly much more than, what was that movie I talked about again? Oh, that's right, that piece of trash, Silent Night. So, anyway, give this one a chance. It's on DVD. It had at one point been on Netflix, but uh, that got taken off of Netflix. So, uh, if you find it for cheap on DVD, pick it up, or run it from Amazon Prime at for $2.99. It's, it's a fun little holiday movie. So, anyway, that's going to do it for uh, the this episode of Soft Underbelly, dealing with all things 
holiday horror-related. The next episode, though, will be solely on Silent Night, Deadly Night. And uh, there's five of them, and I'm going to mainly hit on the first one and the second one. And if I have time, I will uh, cover three, four, and five, although uh, I'm not going to spend much time on them, and uh, you better be prepared because they are not good, and I'll make sure that I tell you why they're not good. Um, But I will be telling you why part one is awesome and part two is a huge guilty pleasure of mine as well. So, Uh, and there's other Christmas movies that I could be talking about on Soft Underbelly, and I might. It depends on the time, my time uh, that I have, uh, because there's even some uh, there's some holiday comedies that a couple actually that fit perfectly into Soft Underbelly. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking, you're like, "Ah, I know which movie he's talking about. so it's a very much it's a comedy soft underbelly Christmas movie. I'll just leave it at that, shall we say? So anyway, Christmas Evil thumbs up, uh, P two thumbs up, Santa Slave thumbs up, uh, uh, and again I could spend a lot more time on Black Christmas. Huge thumbs up. Just go out and watch the movie, please. It's good. Give it your time. It's a great movie. Uh, so anyway, that wraps it up for this show. I'm Eugene Weaver. You can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions, concerns, comments, movies I should watch, movies I should stay away from and avoid. And, of course, make sure that you tune in to Movie Freaks, the other show that I'm co-hosting on YouTube currently with Eric Marner. Uh, We're going to continue on with our Christmas episodes. And uh, some of these movies might be mentioned on that show as well, but not as much detail is going to go into those because again we are dealing with uh, all sorts of Christmas movies and that includes family movies uh, comedy action all that stuff so uh, anyway that's over there and then our friends over at Cinema Sidekicks uh, doing their thing watching new release stuff and chatting up that they're always great to listen to and I appreciate that uh, they're kind of the reason why I'm doing this they started it and because they were doing their thing Eric started his show which I became a part of and now I'm doing my show so Thank you, Cinema Sidekicks. So until next time, which next time is going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm Eugene Weaver, and thanks for listening.